0: I'm Mike Faces. I'm Dan Morfitt. This and this is, is top, top content. Content. Hello. Hello. How are you? Um, I've been better. <laughs> you, you've just you just sent me a WhatsApp saying hello, Chris. Are you? Hello, dead? Chris, are you that dead? That. Hello, Chris. Ha- are you dead? Hello, 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 Dan. You look dead. Look, uh, dear look dear. at that. What's that? What's that uh, there? You got that's a, my
1: plaster from my the sticker, from my booster.
0: Has it got a tattoo? Are you a member of uh, some some radical left wing movement? No, I'm a member of Tattoo, the
1: uh, faux lesbian Russian duo, pop duo.
0: I don't think they were anybody's foe, to be honest. No. But other than the other people, they were com- they were competing within that particular Eurovision extravaganza. Wait, it's them and pussy riot? Yeah. Cats? Maybe cats operating in gangs? Cats. That'd be a pussy riot, yeah. surely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had my booster. And, I, oh, yeah. and my first my first two
1: COVID vaccines felt fine, felt lovely. This yeah. bastard, as soon as I got it, as soon as I left Walgreens, which is, it literally is the same company as Boots, um, as soon as I left Walgreens, I felt a bit iffy. So I had to go and buy myself a Dunkin' Donut, and then I sat by the uh, Hudson lamenting my poor soul. That excuse, yeah. Yeah, and um, Boston cream, by the way, always. And I feel... I feel like I've bought a dodgy pill at a festival. That's right. exactly how I feel. Okay. So, so this will be an interesting top content podcast because the content well, is yeah, not there yeah. and it won't be top, especially from my end. Your end, fine.
0: But well, yeah, always always quality guaranteed. Yeah, so should we just move the whole proceeding to a field and have a few couple of cans? Cans. 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 Um yeah, let, let's let's do that. Let's do that because um let's
1: move the whole thing to a field. The first festival I went to was in Warrington. Uh, was yeah. It? Was the V Festival yeah, ah, okay. Pump, Supergrass, but... Cast, Super furry Animals, La Tigra. Oh amazing lineup.
0: I think I think my other half was probably there. In fact I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure she was at that particular festival because that's now where the uh, it was in Victoria park. Uh, the same park. Yeah. Where, Victoria Park, which is around the corner from us, which is where the, the neighbourhood weekend takes place. It, it, it was. Now,
1: it, I still remember the day very, very clearly. And, getting on the coach from all... That's fantastic.
0: And it's also now where I, I fly. I fly our drone. Uh, to oh, practice. what? Oh, what do you mean? You've got a frigging drone? Oh well, this is for, for obviously for a, a wedding business, so we've got a we've got a drone. Well, she had one anyway, uh, which she crashed. So she replaced all the did like a, you know, a fancy, one of the preset shots and didn't realise and flew it straight into a tree. But, you know, that, that happens. And so play, bought a new one and said, right, but I'm not flying it. You're flying it. I said, okay. I thought, that's quite exciting. It's a gadget and I'm a man, so therefore I like gadgets. We realised because it's um, a GoPro, and I can say this, uh, it's a GoPro Karma. It has bad Karma because it doesn't work. So it's a, it's a really weighty one. So you have to, I've done the, I've done the, you know, the official Civil Aviation Authority drone licensing thing that you have to have now, drone mm. license, to be able to f- fly once so I'm officially a licensed drone pilot, he says, droning on. No. Um, Thank God you said that, because I, I would have just been embarrassed saying that. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you said this is going to be top content, and I'm, there, I'm talking about drones, but there you go. Um, so... I've still got the cough, by the way. <clears throat> i even bothering to turn the mic down this week, stuff it. The man don't give a f. So, no, yeah. On a, on a related note, I actually we watched we watched the Tom and G- uh, the other night. Oh, uh, Colin Jost. Yeah, he he's very yeah, yeah, wooden, yeah. isn't he? he? He's not a good he's, actor. Yeah, he's, he's a
1: superb just... actor. Yeah. I actually quite liked it as a film. I did quite enjoy right. it. It was, yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I can imagine children of. Between four and 11, which is the target audience
0: enjoying yeah. it immensely. Oh, uh, well, I was sat with three of them, and two of them got bored and decided they didn't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah, basically because I refused to buy The Hobbit on Amazon Prime. Um, oh, just tell them to read the f. Exactly. And and the the opening salvo of that, as the, you know, sweeps, the, the, the whatever the drone is that's mm. sweeping across and filming the opening sequence of that, would it be the East River or the Hudson that's sweeping up where all the bridges are? Uh, that's the east. Uh, the East River. The, There's an the easy Chief way Virginia to east. remember which one's the Hudson and which one's the East. I'm the sorry. East is on the east. Yeah, but I don't I'm not very good with the
1: geography, so uh, No so. no, it's exactly what uh, I had to teach my wife. She goes, which one's the Hudson and
0: which one's the East River? It's
1: so, like you've got to yes, what of two. what is it
0: what is it east of? Manhattan. Oh, east of Manhattan, yeah. Okay, yeah, fine. Good. Yeah, that makes sense. Then. Right behind okay. me so, on, on my little thing, even though you can't see that's this... The, that's the Hudson.
1: Th- this is the Hudson.
0: Yeah. So Named the point Henry. being is that as as the drone swept across the, uh, the t- for the opening sequence the yeah. tune was like was was um, can I kick it by a tribe called Quest
1: yes so but without the Pete Tong bit a...
0: oh yes because well, Pete Tong was anyway. on the beginning of that so the man don't give it yeah is it anyway. Pete Tong it is Pete Tong isn't it yeah might be yeah probably is tribe anyway, Called but... Quest 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 that's the one. yeah that's it yeah, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, I the man don't give an F. But anyway, the drone, I was like, oh, that's quite impressive drone footage because I had to, so we went out and flew the drone in Victoria Park. So I thought that's going go and pra- out and practice even though I was feeling rotten for most of the last week. I thought, no, I've got to get it done. We've got to practice, got it, you know, watch the tutorials, learn how to do mm. all the shots. we got some quite nice footage. And then when it came to on, on the actual flying it for the first time, the wedding was in Witness Town Centre in an absolutely beautiful church, lovely church. But I was like, right, where am I going to fly this? Okay, right, well, the, the wedding was at this church. The reception was at the, the home of the Witness Vikings, the DCBL Stadium. So I was like, okay, that's all right. That's great. I can get some footage of the pitch. I can, you know, be good. We can get some good mm. shots. The, the Hopefully the, the car park should be largely empty. Didn't quite go to plan because the I got a bit of stuff in the middle of the town centre, which I technically shouldn't have flown it in. But we had to get another Basically, we had to end up buying another drone because the GoPro Karma does not work. The, there's a worldwide issue with this where the body of the drone will not Bluetooth connect to the remote control. Brilliant. Rent- there's no fix available for these at all. A GoPro have just washed their hands of it and said we're not supporting these anymore. So there's a five hundred quid drone there that doesn't well, work. I hope work. you just bought a DJ Mavic instead. Well, we have it's a DJ Mini Two, so that's what we've got. Which of course you don't actually need the license to uh, use no, because it's it's, two, it's so small. Yeah, it's yes, small. Yes, it's yeah. only two hundred and forty nine grams. Mm. Great little bit of kit other than the fact that it absolutely drinks your phone battery. Although it's that it was more to do with my phone, so I've had to go and get a new battery in the phone to make it work. But it's lovely. So you get some really good shots. You can do some lovely shots. So I've practiced a few times, practiced got one of the kids there, right, you walk slowly while I do this do all that to practice, make it look good. Went and shot some stuff on Saturday, but of course was very concerned about not killing anybody because technically you shouldn't fly it in a town centre because there's cars and there's buildings yeah. and there's all that stuff. So I might have broken a rule or two there and then went to go and fly it at the, got to the stadium and thought, busy here for a Saturday afternoon? Car park's full, but there's, why? There's no football on? or it's a wedding on happening. No, there was a football match on. Witness FC, or whatever they're called, were playing. So the car park was completely chock and block. I couldn't go in and film anything with the drone in the thing. Um, and so I had to, like, frantically try and fly it while people are trying to park their cars, just try and get some footage of the bride and groom arriving at the reception in their, in their car. So it was a bit of a, um, yeah didn't quite go as I I, I I had it in my mind's eye, in my 4K mind's eye. And of course, my, with, with my the, uh,
1: the DJ drone, you've got a person lock, object lock, and you've got a GPS uh, A to B point-to-point uh, flying applications, which is always a bonus. Um, have you still got this cold? That is the worst cold that the the UK's ever seen, where it's a cold, it's not COVID. Is this, yeah. is this what your sniffle is? Yeah, because the missus has yeah. got
0: it now as well. Brilliant. There's a lot of people that we know seem to have it, actually.
1: And you said your house, the, the cleanest house you've ever lived in. Yeah. Not yeah. a plague pit. It is a no. plague pit. You may as well just sneeze into your defunct, <laughs> redundant hot tub and collect spores of <coughs> snot. <laughs> and let the NHS test it. Oh, man I'm alive. Should you even be doing weddings when you're... You, are you wearing a mask when you're doing these weddings? Because you've got a cold. In Northern Ireland, over the winter, mm. they're going to have to wear masks everywhere. No, I didn't. I you didn't. should start wearing a mask. It's why it's why Asian people, and this is a massive generalisation, have been wearing masks for years yeah, over I, their I, faces I, when they're poorly because they care about other
0: people. Well, I, I'm, I'm concerned that I might... Well, yeah, I hope I... The, the good thing is that the, the, the vicar at the wedding looked like Nicholas Parsons. And I can't kill Nicholas oh, Parsons because he's, already, God he's, rest him, he's already, dead. already dead. And when I made that comparison to one of the uh, members of the, the church sort of the team there they found that absolutely hilarious that i've i'd, I'd liken the two and i said i'm waiting for him to go right we'll to continue this marriage without hesitation repetition or deviation, deviation yeah yeah welcome to our many our many guests in this co- not only in this country but around the world um was he 96? 96 96 he was yeah what a what, yeah.
1: a, what, a, what a guy yeah <sighs> How is how is the UK at the moment? Because Wet. literally, I've I've not been bothered to
0: check in on any news because
1: it's um, well, it's a clusterfuck.
0: So I, I, I think I think you know we've had a well the, the main seeming topic of conversation seems to be that wasn't Prince William wearing a nice velvet jacket at the Earthshot Prize thing the other night. Um, what is and the Earth according, to Prize? Maidley, according to Richard Madeley? According to Richard Madeley, hasn't the Duchess of Cambridge got a thin waist? My my
1: wife that, pointed out the picture of Prince William and she went you'd like that jacket it's like yeah. oh, you you've fallen for it you've fallen for the
0: it was nice green velvet and I wore a I wore a blue velvet dinner jacket the other night to a thing that we went to finally got the dinner suit out that I'd bought and never worn but yeah it, 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 so was that i mean that's a sort of a nice distraction after you know the horrible killing of a, of a from what everybody said uh, you know, as a man that was uh, a, a dedicated public servant and who 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 voted against
1: uh, increases in benefits and was vehemently anti-abortion, and who granted did some good things for animal welfare, but the, the Tories have completely forgotten about those things now. Animal welfare in in both farming and in domestic quarters. Uh, yeah, um, that's a great legacy for him to to have left. And of course, Sir David Amess also. Spoke about the dangers of cake. Um, did he? On Brass eye. Many many years ago. Did he? Um, yeah. Uh, and the top content curse is a bad one. But we were mentioning Roy Cropper a lot the other week. He, and he just looked like he did look like uh, the, him. The, the late yeah. the late Sir David Amos looked a lot like uh, Roy Cropper. Um, yeah. Nobody wants. I was very confused when I first heard that news because here in the U.S. the news was British lawmaker slaughtered. Yes. It's like. What's a lawmaker? What the-
0: that, that oh, that's an MP? A- oh, that you f**ing idiots! And, See, the um, British law—a lawmaker to me is a lawyer. Yeah, you know, or, or, or he—he doesn't—he doesn't make law laws. He represents his constituents. It's like if it's a British congressman, or you know, yeah. I, I, I think even even with certain aspects of you know Americans' limited knowledge of or, or unwillingness to understand how other countries' democracies actually work and function. I think even they would be able to grasp the idea that British Member of Parliament. That I think even they would grasp what it, that actually it, means. It, it, it is like a, it's, it's like a,
1: it's a loss in translation thing. However, the the House of Commons and Parliament is a court of sorts. It is laws and statutes are created and ratified
0: there. So yeah, yeah, but it's weird. But they, um, but they don't have, they do, yeah, but this is they don't have Mitch McConnell or Ted Cruz or Adam Schiff or any of these people. When they have them on CNN or, or any of the multitude of uh, news networks in America, and go, ah, let's That's interview an American lawmaker, lawmaker now. Yeah, they don't his, do that. His, they, his lawmaker, Adam Schiff, the lawman. No, they don't do it, do they? No, congressman. It's, it's very weird. Or senator. Uh,
1: senator. Um, yeah. Um, the murder of um, the murder I mean, of is... a public servant in any in any is just abhorrent.
0: But the bottom line is, people should be safe when they go to work. I don't care what line of work they yeah. work in, what, what, how, how, whether you agree with their, you know, what their their work is or what they do. They should be safe to go about it without fear of, well, being murdered. There's a massive disconnect, though,
1: when that's now two sitting MPs murdered in the last five years. Yeah, in the last five years. Yeah, and nobody's. Yeah, it's like they they are MPs. That sit in the House of Commons, like they, they they represent the people, so therefore they should be open to the people and people should be able to talk to them. But
0: what, what, it, what's, it's what's, either yeah, it's what's been what's been interesting for my for the last few days of watching the, the reaction to this and and you know that how well he was liked by his his constituents, who obviously must have liked him enough to vote him in X number of times because he's been an MP for that neck of the woods since 1983. I know he was Basildon first, wasn't Basildon he?
1: Basildon first, and then they so,
0: changed the, yeah, um, the boundaries. Boundaries and all the rest. Of it was so Southend West, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which is one of Kanye West's as yet unborn kids. And uh, he, you know, it's so obviously he must have been doing sort of things that you know that that obviously people agreed with and were happy with what he was doing. Well, he never uh, he never took greater office than MP. He was never no, uh, a minister. Just, he so- was, was a PPS, wasn't it? He was a prim- yeah. private. Parliament. So, yeah. but what what's been interesting since this is, and this, I think it, it speaks to a much more pervasive and, and, and insidious kind of reflection of, of, of British society as it is at the minute, and particularly those two the two great houses that are abutting each other in terms of the politicians and the, and the media, is that the re- the reaction since has been <laughs> has been quite odd, for a number of reasons. So, Saturday morning. Boris Johnson and Zakir Starmer and Lindsay Hoyle and Pretty mm. Patel all turn up. They place wreaths, pay their respects. They don't speak to the press. Absolutely the right thing to do. Yeah. So Lindsay Hoyle then says, I'm, I'm going to review MP security and all the rest of it. Pretty Patel goes on the TV. Uh, she quotes a couple of times. And obviously, she, she knew him, but although the way she spoke, it didn't seem like she did. It was a very odd thing. And what she said, and then what she said on... Andrew Marr on Sunday, or at least the clips I've seen of it, was a complete word soup. And it's like, hang on, you've had two days since this tragic incident to, to, to be able to formulate something that that is coherent and cognizant and is actually measured to at least say something, even if you're not going to necessarily do anything. 48 hours, obviously you can't, there's only so much you can do, but you came out with some waffle. And then on the other hand of that, you know, I think, And it comes to something when Dominic Raab seems to be the one saying interesting things. And it'd be interesting to see whether uh, anything actually comes to this. He was on Quoted yesterday. I had an interview with him saying about how actually the rhetoric needs to be dialed back. And that this this is the the sort of end game almost of the way that politics has been polarised, not just in this country, but around the world. As Nicholas Parsons might say, God rest him. You know, in terms of that polarising, that that conversation is so diametrically opposed that we cannot find the middle ground we can't find the, the compromise can't find the, the bipartisanship that's needed and I thought yeah okay that's all very well you saying that you've got to and I agree with, I agree with what you're saying 100% but you, you are one of the people you are one of the leading parliamentarians in this country whether you agree with that or not you've got to be one of the people that is leads by that example you are in government you set that tone but Dominic robbs words are hollow because this is the man who
1: said misogyny is bad if it's a man against a woman or a woman
0: against a man. Yes, he, misogyny that, that's, is bad. That, that's the man funda- doesn't have a grasp of the English language. But 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 that's again. But that's what I said about you know what 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 Pretty Patel had to say, and I thought okay, I don't I don't doubt her sincerity in the fact that she does feel deep deeply upset and deeply sad and all the rest of it over Sir David Amos's passing, but it doesn't come across in the way no, but that she spoke. Now, she's, the other,
1: she's also the other... using his senseless death to try and uh, yes. curb free speech online. One doesn't equate to another. Do I don't another. think no, no, this no, no. this guy who they've got basically on a, a, a trumped-up terrorism charge, because he's got a different skin colour, is obviously a terrorist and not just a nutter. Um, and mental health, get off. If he's mentally ill... If he's killed somebody, not a is a fair word yeah. to use um mm.
0: yeah no he has to be a terrorist he's brown um yeah that's the word well, but the, the but the other the other bit of this and the, uh, this on was on Sunday was that that great scribe of our time Dan Hodges of the mail on Sunday, then did exactly what everybody said should not have happened other than in dark recesses of social media, and he put on paper you call them my own Sunday, that basically said that the reason that Sir David Ames was killed was because, uh, and there was a whacking great picture of Angela Rayner and uh, obviously her comments in the conference of the week about Tory scum. And I'm thinking that you, you have just enabled, use a modern phrase, all of the people that believe that that instead of saying no to make that comparison is ridiculous. Yes. She said something that shouldn't have been said. It's not helpful, but that is not the reason that this happened it's a much broader it's not a one you know one thing has happened it's a much more yeah. broader and more pervasive thing no. it's not suddenly one straw has broken the camel's back it's just that it's one big straw has broken the camel's back it's not it's the fact that you've been piling on hay onto the camel's back for years and years and years and years and saying well, that's a disgrace, that, that hay is a disgrace. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I'll put some more hay on them. And then I, I did that in Farage, as Farage there unwittingly, and then and the whole thing that, then then it breaks. That that is a good reference because when
1: the MP Joe Cox was murdered by a far right, yes, uh, I'm not even going to deem him the quality to call him an activist, but days later. Nigel Farage said Britain had won its independence from Europe without a bullet being fired. Yes. without. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And it's just like yes. he didn't need to go that way, but he did. And he did that on purpose, is my belief. Because you can't really forget the murder of a sitting MP during a referendum campaign that quickly no. to then say what he no. said. And that man is just waltzed off and he's enjoying the spoils of his media appearances, even though the man was never an MP because the people of Great Britain never voted him in as an MP because he's nope. a useless shill. Yeah. We need to start looking at things like that. So you're completely right. Pretty Patel can't come up with the, the words of gravitas or substance. Dominic Raab's an idiot. He's just an idiot. And two MPs now killed... In senseless attacks, both with bizarre rhetorics and ideologies by their attackers, although one is deemed a terrorist. It's very, very bizarre.
0: Do you know what? Just 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 mention it mentioning the the Ursula, Mr. Farage. He he tweeted, and I've just looked at to see what he said. I wanted to double check what he'd said. He said, Desperately sad news about Sir David Amos being murdered doing his job as an MP. Awful for his family and friends. This is a real blow to the democratic process. Then the next tweet, I'm not sure when that was sent. It was sent on Friday tea time. Our MPs need security. I'd not actually read this until right now. As an MP, uh, sorry, as an MEP, my profile was higher than most MPs, but when I asked the Home Office for help, they refused. Private security was paid for by sponsors. Otherwise, I would have been assaulted every day. MPs need a full-time trained guard on all public duties. He was he was attacked by a milkshake and it was terrible. The milkshake was terrible. The milkshake was terrible. Uh my milkshake brings all the nutters to the yard. Now, but th- that right, but that's it misses the point. He misses the point there completely. The point is and I said this a couple of weeks back on this very podcast and said, "Do you know what would be great if we didn't hear from MPs if they went about doing their job in a responsible manner quietly?" With dignity and just got on with doing the job of looking after the constituents and working in the best interests of the country and working together to do that.
1: Yeah, but we've, the we've problem already, is we've, we've already said that the Boris's so, whole cabinet is using the Trump playbook of talk, yeah, talk, talk, and exactly. So the point is the reason the, he, the reason
0: the reason he had such a high profile because I'd never heard of Sir David Amos and I consider myself to be reasonably well informed when it comes to members of Parliament and politics, but. And I say, reasonably, I don't, you know, I know everything. But the reason that the likes of Farage and you know, and these people think they have a higher profile because they actively seek that out, mm. and they're the thing, and they seek it out to say and create division, and therefore that puts them that gets people's backs up. Now that in no way justifies what's happened to today, David Nothing and nothing will ever justify that. However, if you say such divisive and outright horrendous things, then a byproduct of that is that people are going to find that distasteful and are going to want to confront you about it. Now, there are ways of doing that that you should be, you know, to speak to say, I don't agree with you. What was the what was the, 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 the other week, the guy, I think, it was who confronted Boris Johnson at the party conference and told him in no uncertain terms and the, the impact that he was having it. He did it politely. But firmly, and did it in a public forum where he gained maximum exposure, but he wasn't rude to him. He was completely and said to man of just pure desperation. Now, that's okay. That's fine. You take it to the next sense where you're violent or you're abusive or whatever, then yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. But equally, if people are going to do that, start that process, then the, the, some of it, there is going to be some blowback to that. Doesn't justify that MPs should need trained guards or anything like that, but you dance with the devil that brung you. And if you're going to behave like that, then you can't say, well, yeah, well, yeah but I, I've known this was going to happen because this happened to me. But why did it happen to you? If you'd said, right, I want us to be apart from you and here's why, and done it in a, a less vitriolic manner, and I'm just using him as an example. He's not the only person that's responsible for this. A less vitriolic manner, you wouldn't get such, because we can all respect differences of opinion, well, most of us can, then you're going to get less vitriolic blowback if you don't spout the vitriol towards it in the first place if you start that argument the argument's going to come back to you at some point that's how arguments work so therefore to turn around now and say well they all need trained guards they don't because that then puts people off participating in the democratic process because you're creating an us and a them because you're creating an us and them situation where we are better than we are not in touch with the man or woman on the street because we're not part of that because we we haven't had to physically disassociate ourselves from you because we don't feel safe. Well, I think that's
1: that's the crux of the argument with Joe Cox and with Sir David. They both realised that as parliamentarians, as members of parliament, where they sat in the House of Commons, they were normal people that represented their constituents. There is a strata of politicians... Yes. That believe they are above that. They yes. are. They believe that they are of a better class of people, of a better intelligence, uh, and of a greater importance. The problem is that's the politicians
0: we've had for quite like, a while now, the, of, of all of all sides. Um, and that, the thing is I want the politicians to be more intelligent because they're having to oh, deal with yeah. and they are more intelligent than, uh, uh, and that's not to criticise the certain ways of the population but that's a fact not everybody can be an MP in the same way that not everybody can be a, a plumber or a, an electrician or a, a cobbler or whatever or whatever or, or, be a pharmacist or a doctor in the same way you know it doesn't matter what the job is there's a, a certain people certain people can do it certain people could do something else so but the, the thing is it doesn't matter how intelligent you are it's about being able to talk to the people and, and then for they say right this is what's affecting me on a day-to-day basis and therefore them thinking right what's a, a democratic way or what's a how w- how can i use the structure of british law and the british democratic system to make your life, that person's life better. That's what you want members of parliament to go and do. They are representatives of us as the electorate. Therefore, okay, I don't mind them being, I, I want them because they're dealing with complex issues but, but just because they're more intelligent does not necessarily make them better and yeah, as you absolutely it's, said It's, it's and quite
1: that, demonstrable that a few of them, I, I, I quite a very, agree. very key few of them, are not more intelligent. Than any others, no, no, And no, don't no. have their jobs based on civic duty, wanting to give back to the people that they represent. Yeah. We've got a prime minister who jumped between different constituencies because he needed a safe key seat. We've got yes. a prime minister who has been sacked from jobs as a journalist twice for lying, yet he still continues. We have members of parliament who... People are not quite sure where they've come from and they've managed to say, I went to school with Jerry Halliwell, when that's complete bullshit. We've got, <laughs> we've got MPs that used to act as vicars in piss-poor Miss Marple drama productions and who used to share a stage with David Bedeal on a comedy satire show. We've got a political class now. There shouldn't be anything such as a political class. People should want to set forward and represent the people. We don't. We have a bunch of charlatans and wazzics who want to get a profile. And if it's, if they appear on I'm a Celebrity before they get Cabinet Office or after they get Cabinet Office, they've all got profile on I'm a Celebrity. It's wrong. I've often said it, because I was a politics student decades ago, we get the politicians we deserve, hmm. ultimately. And... People like Sir David and Joe Cox, they represented their people diligently, brilliantly, yeah. and they were murdered. Yeah. I don't know, but I when was the last time uh, Bojo, uh, is he Uxbridge now? Uh, yes.
0: Because when was, was the last Henley, time he? he
1: held surgery? Yeah. I don't even think he can spell it. So we've got a real disconnect, and it, it, it's... The, the Tories are doing this wonderful thing at the moment of saying everybody be before us wrong. We're getting it better. The Tories, as an administration, they've been in eleven years now. So, yeah. But it is it is it is an equal thing that all parties need to to look within. <sighs> Miliband, okay. poor Ed. He was he was in the Treasury uh, as soon as he left university. He's a political class because he has never done a normal job. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And he got taken apart for eating a bacon sandwich badly. But he's a political he's a part of the elite because he's never been a part of us.
0: Yeah. That that's that's you know when you, when people talk about national service it's almost like you don't want national service what you want is is people to come and work in public service. Ie come and do a bit of time from those those if 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 your ambition, well if your ambition is to be prime minister, then you shouldn't be prime minister. As far as I'm concerned, no. You know you, you should go right. Actually, do you know what? I think I could do a job on that because I could do a better job than some of the people that are there right now. Come and, come and work in a, in a factory for a year or or. I don't trust any. Run MP a food bank or yeah, or whatever I don't trust it is, and actually that's never worked behind a bar. I no. I, I, don't,
1: I don't trust an MP who's never worked in a coffee shop. I, I don't trust an MP who's never waited on people. And I'm saying that because I've done all of that stuff, but if you've never talked to the public in a role where you're getting paid to serve them in yeah. any way, whether that be a bloody cappuccino or yeah. dinner, then how are you well, going to serve them as a public
0: servant? I, I, I would say, I mean, if you had a bloody cappuccino, then something's gone very wrong at Costa, as far as I'm concerned, and, you know, they need it's to... It's a Halloween special. You get it with Halloween. those <laughs> giant custard creams. Uh, can I just can I just say as well about uh, charlatans and waziks? I thought Michael Gove was very good in that sketch. To be fair, with uh, with Newman and Badil. yeah, it was, it was a strong one. His his uh, job was the wazik. I thought the the com- the, the um, costume fitted him fitted him beautifully. But that's why, do you know, the people I always quite liked, and I think uh, was John Reed, oh, and. John Reid and Estelle Morris. And do you know why? It's because I thought Estelle Morris was the ed- Education Secretary in uh, in the Tony Blair's government. And I thought, I like Estelle Morris. because, And why do I like her? Because she's an Education Secretary. And what did she do before she entered politics? Teacher. She worked as a teacher. Therefore, she understands. She can see both sides of it. She can understand the pitfalls, the issues that teachers face. And she can also understand... I, I, what, where, where, the, where the fault lines are and what needs to be fit within the Department for Education. This is Brilliant. why you put somebody sure. who was in military service in defence. This is why
1: you put yeah. education yeah. in the hands of someone who's a teacher it, it, well, or yeah, has maybe yeah. uh, a PhD in education. Yes, this, yes. It, these all make sense, but the cabinet shuffles that we have at the moment is, do you like me? Yes. Home secretary. Have, have, I, been, have I been loyal? Have you been loyal to me? Did you, it's be, like be, if you, I want a home secretary... Or a minister of justice, or whatever they call him nowadays, who's actually worked as a lawyer, who's
0: actually worked in the court system. Yes, yeah. what I want. Or in the, or has, has been, you know, in the police. Yeah. Or a major, a major, you know, one of the emergency services. It's I not mean, too much <clears throat> to ask. If
1: I want a foreign secretary who might have been a foreign diplomat for a while, or a parliamentary sec- secretary
0: who's yeah. worked abroad. That's yeah. what I want. That's yeah. not too much to ask. Because there's examples a, a of all those people. A doctor that's worked for Medicine Sans Frontières or something like that. Brilliant. Done, done something of that nature, that would be tremendous. So it, it you know, but this is the thing, isn't it? it, it it's it's that the Parliament seems to operate in its or the, in any other walk of life, you wouldn't get a job unless you were qualified for it. You would have to demonstrably prove that you were qualified to do that job. Parliament, you know, seemingly the most, I would argue, the most important body probably in the in the country, with a possible exception, of the judiciary. Again, the judiciary. You have to you have to have been you have to be a lawyer or what you have to be to before you get appointed to the bar. But Parliament's on the bar for a few years before you become a QC of part of the council. So. Exactly. So so you've got so you've got to prove your chops on that, that you know what you're doing. They don't just let any old man off the street become a lawyer. But parliament, it seems that anybody can do it when actually a very, very small number of people are any any good at it. But that's and a it's like, paradox
1: in that it has to be representative of the people, but then the people who go into the Commons should be the best of the best, and at the moment they're not. They're from uh, different intakes of Eton, and yes. Harrow, and it's.
0: Well, it, I think it, I think I think the big, big the biggest indictment uh, you could possibly want is that in this last week, the most anodyne of bodies. The United Nations has withdrawn an offer for Matt Hancock to be whatever the hell he was gonna be, special representative for paperclips. Or whatever on earth he was going to be. Even the United Nations have realized actually, do you know what he 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 is he represents and it's not to pick on him specifically actually he's not qualified to uh, do what we've asked him to do. do you which would say the white you know, white. He do, was, he doing he was gonna
1: be an advisor. Yeah for helping nations of africa build up their infrastructure absolutely amazing and the un offered him this job yeah matt hancock from what we believe accepted this job yes but neither side realized he couldn't do it while sitting in a political body in the uk because he would then have sway over certain votes in britain that would have effects on his un role in africa so that doesn't show anybody in a good light, whether it's the UN, no. him, or the British Parliament. He got I offered didn't know a that. job, that, that's, basically. That's brilliant. He got yeah. offered a job that he leg- legally couldn't take. So, why are people offering? He could have just then quit as an MP, which Matt Hancock would have been a good idea. But that shows failings on all bodies. And I completely agree with you, Mike, in that Parliament should be better. Than most bodies of such stature, but let's be honest, they're not. They're not run well. Um, I'm. I'm not saying privatise Parliament, although that's probably on the next Queen's speech for the Tory Party.
0: Oh, if 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 you wanted, if, uh, well, that depends it what you mean by privatise. If if yeah. you if you wanted if you wanted Parliament run by the people that run private eye, I would I would be quite happy to yeah. privatise Parliament. Yeah, that that'd be fine. I, I'm all right with that. And and a lot of a lot of cabinet business the, is, is has been privatised. Privatised anyway. Because yeah, yeah if,
1: if you if you put Boris Johnson on holiday in a nice gaff, you have used your your private privilege. You know to, um, to get.
0: I've been thinking about this for some time now. You know, I said about you, that you do the jobs that you're qualified for. And I think that Boris Johnson is very subtly trying to find the job that he really wants to do. Because he talked to the United Nations, of all people, about Kermit the Frog. Oh, he sits on the stair. Yeah. It ain't easy being green. Actually, it is. It is if you don't wash... You will turn green. That's fine. Then he talked about in his, uh, I mean, absolutely rip roaring Conservative Party conference speech about badgers and beavers, simply to obviously because alliteration is comedy, as we discovered. Build back beavers. Build back badgers. He 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 looks obviously, as I said before, like the Jew looks dog because he's the only person that in the world that would look at a paint catalog and go, yeah, that's a good look on the dog on the front. Good haircut. I actually don't think he wants to be. A member of parliament or prime minister at all. I actually think he wants to be a presenter, of, the presenter of Country File. Because with all these animal references, I honestly think he wants to be outside, running around the fields, running around. Look at that. What, what a tree. Magnificent. Because he can then pre- pre- use interesting verbiage uh, and, uh, you know, obscure Latin references to describe a tree. Grumio et Metella
1: in the forum. Yeah.
0: Arte et labore in la arte boretum a. Eh? Uh, that that's uh, the, the only that's bits of Blackburn la- Rovers is it is yeah that's the, they're the only yeah. bits of Latin I know so you know I'm I'm struggling after that. Audio for faceris. That's well, the one. No, you know Niso. Oh, Sal- I got Neil Satterthwaite's optimum. Satis optimum. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. was Everton's one, which is uh, nothing satisfies but the best, nothing but the best is good enough. Hull Cities is fuck
1: that, and that's the, the amount of Latin we know in Hull. That in that. La- is that in Latin? No, no, that's
0: just in Hull. F- yeah. That yeah yeah so I, I, I genuinely believe that that is actually what he wants to what he wants to do. It's it's been playing on my mind for a, for a few weeks now. So if if Tim Davy could come out and offer him that job,
1: well maybe um, maybe really... he first has to warm up, or maybe on the sofa the chauffeur the chauffeur in Shalford. Uh, maybe he first has to warm up on the one show sofa with Michelle Ackersley and just for a bit of balance there. Maybe maybe he has to talk to Bill Bailey playing the organ or something. You know, it, just get but, him in there slowly but surely.
0: The, the one, the one nation
1: conservatism. Shoot, Charles Brandreth and beyond be great. Can we just swap Giles Brandreth for
0: Boris Johnson? Oh.
1: Can we just swap them?
0: Yeah, and Giles well, Brandreth I did, but I was, a, want... was an MP, wasn't he? He was, so... uh, but I don't I don't want. I don't want Boris Johnson on just a minute. Some things have to be protected. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, we have, we have to protect, ring fence certain things. Certain, uh, it's a national institution. Yeah, you certain c- it. certain cultural pillars have to be protected. Stephen Fry, the proms. Just a minute, Gary Lineker, probably um, Adele. I'd imagine, although I would, on the basis of the new song that she's put out, I would just, just let, her, let let anybody go after her now because that was it's absolutely awful. Yeah, it's yeah, but I, I give her a pass on that. So basically, protect those few. That that's what needs to be protected: uh, Stonehenge, the legacy spinal of taps yeah. Spinal Taps or Wilches, spinal, spinal Taps Stonehenge. Yeah, yeah, protect. Yeah,
1: protect that. Normal Stonehenge can go to hell because that's that's government current government policy.
0: Yes, we put a massive tunnel underneath it. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, uh, any any of those things, probably songs of praise. Probably. That's another reference to that.
1: You you love songs of prose.
0: Yeah. And I think any remaining great TV-themed composers, because we've lost another oh, one in there last week. And Alan Hawkshaw. Sure. See, i allow that You'll allow that this week. week. I'll put that because in especially. No, I know you're not a fan. I, but.
1: I, I don't like that, but the whole tune is funky.
0: Yeah. Shall I, shall I have a look and see what... Because I'm sure there'll be things in there that he wrote that I don't know about. Because I, it- I, re- I read the other day that the Grange Hill theme music, Alan Hawkshaw,
1: bless him, he didn't really compose that much. He did a lot of things just jamming. Yes. And then they just put that down. Grange Hill was done in an afternoon. There was a bunch of some of the greatest session musicians ever just sitting down and they jammed. Yeah, and they got the bass line. It's, oh, it's the man.
0: I didn't realise as well, he was the dad of Opus 3. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, Kirstie Orchard, yeah. Be yeah.
1: A fine night
0: I didn't realise that. It's
1: a father.
0: So looking just looking at this, I know he did a lot of stuff for K- KPM. KPM, yeah, yeah. So he did. Um, what was it called? Is it called Girl on a Train? I think. Um, which well, is it's, a, a it's lo- him and Keith Go Mansfield. Yeah, uh, basically <laughs> the <dogs. laughs> It's very. Good. Oh, actually, yeah, I just realised. Did. Didn't we
1: mention Blarney Stoned? We mentioned yeah. Dave Allen he- on the last podcast. We did, and that was before the news. Oh, oh
0: no! Christ. Yep. Yeah. Oh have we is it it's, it's struck again? Yeah, we've done it again. <sighs> no, it's the wrong one. Yeah. We have, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So some yeah, but apparently hang on a minute, I've got to play I'm can i gonna play this off here, The Champ by the Mohawks. I'm trying to think. Let's have a look. Oh yeah, I thought it's what I thought it was. Yeah, hang on. Is that a Hawks you're on organ? That's him. He wrote that. Wow. He 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 yeah, he was responsible for what is, this is in, according to The Guardian, what is often held to be the most sampled instrumental break in history, the organ refrain that opens The Champ by the Mohawks in 1968. It's not the most sampled
1: refrain. Eamon Brother break is the most sampled, but because it's a good drum beat.
0: Wow. So he was responsible for the milk triads. Milk Yeah, triads. yeah that is. That is. Yes, Dave Allen at Large. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really, really, to be honest, we're not responsible for this. Michael Spicer is responsible for this. Yeah. Because if he hadn't played the Dave Allen theme we wouldn't at the gig that I went to, to, I wouldn't have mentioned it, therefore Alan Hawkshire would still be alive. Oh. So, um, Michael Spicer, I hope you've got your coffee with you because you did this one.
1: We are possibly the what most, the most powerful podcast on earth because we have. Yeah, we don't have the power of life, but we have the power of, power death, of death in our midst. Yeah, um, oh. Joe Rogan can get fired although he's probably killed more by telling people not to get vaccinated
0: yeah and he died at the same age as uh, Colin Powell 84 he was Mm. so I don't think Colin Powell composed any theme tunes other than possibly the march of war
1: no and my thoughts go out to Jenny
0: yeah and the former controller of BBC1 Jonathan Mm. yeah and, uh, and, my, and my French teacher, Mrs. Yeah, and the uh, ex Manchester United and. and oh, Nick. We're going to
1: Yeah, Yeah, we yeah. had him for a bit, but he never scored.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, you mentioned mentioned Jenny Powell. We've just, as it's a, a very brief period of, of top of the pop, so I know we refer to I talk about this a lot, but we have reached the point. And I mentioned this the other week where they've got to the point where it's Tony Daugherty and Mark Franklin. I think I mentioned this last mm-hmm. week. And I actually watched the first one again after the rebrand. And that rebrand du is du, still...
1: Du, 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 du.
0: It's still as du, du, bad. It's still as bad 30 years on as it was when it when, when they did it. It's like, what have you done there? I'd I, I, I just love it's to have been a... Start, they interviewed artists on the stage before and I after they just i could call. not watch it i could not it was very uh, interviewing, it was him standing at mark franklin standing there bless him and i feel sorry for him because he was obviously a kid with no experience of live television and they've lobbed him onto one of the most the biggest most high profile tv shows of its era lob him on there and he stands on the stage with belinda Carlisle, looking she looks really awkward it's like shut up and get off someone do uh live your life be free she's still a great son and the question was, like, how can you can you be a part of the new Top of the Pops or something or other? Yeah, my, I was on the on the fourteenth of October or whatever it was. Oh yeah, you're fine. You can be a part of it then, right? But can, I'm like, what sort of a question is that? The really bizarre <sighs> thing
1: about this, because this is all on BBC Four, isn't it? On is it Friday yeah, nights? Yeah, Friday nights. Um, I've got a couple of friends who then worked for Mark Franklin. Yeah, because he then became the program controller. Yeah. Of of radio stations. Yes, yes, yes. And it's really weird seeing, oh, this man's now on the Top of the Pops reruns. He once cleared vomit off my shirt and then bungled me into a taxi. And then to see Mark Franklin <laughs> then reply back, it's just like the world is such a tiny place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's that six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. We are yes, all yes. so related to each other. In minuscule ways, it is ridiculous. You can't get away from it. I probably know Boris Johnson's podiatrist. Ugh, that's an image. Well, uh, the gun's in my twos. It's quite nice. Although yeah. nobody nobody that I know knows Tony Doughty, which makes me think that he's gone underground and he's probably uh,
0: planning the rebellion right now. I, th- I think probably nobody wants to admit that they, you, you know, you somebody used to used to say to try and be cool. We'll catch you later's at the end of later's later's yeah. at the end of top of the pops. It, yeah, it, it, it's but, to, I still think the theme tune's good. Da, 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 yeah, I still no, like the theme. No, oh, I still quite liked it. And the, the worst, the, and, and with respect to
1: them, to Mark Franklin and Tony Doughty yeah, it's as if they were plucked from obscurity
0: and then placed back into obscurity. Well, Tony Doughty didn't he? Because he did Up To You before that, with Jenny Powell, actually, which was just, wasn't that summer fill-in show for, for BBC. Are we saying that Jenny Powell is the nexus of, of everything?
1: Yeah, Everything see- goes through her. You know, if, if it wasn't for her dad sitting in front of a UN committee and saying that Saddam Hussein did have weapons of mass yeah. destruction, then we wouldn't have had Tony Blair entering Iraq in an illegal war... And this is all Jenny Powell's fault. Yeah. And Jenny Powell obviously lifted Tony Doughty up to uh, heights that he re- yeah. wasn't ready for. How the wheel of fortune has turned for her. Digga 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 dig. Mm. Yeah, fortune music sounds a little bit like the Seinfeld music and da i i da 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 I'm not too sure how podcasts work because we don't transcribe this. Uh, If we mention Nicky Campbell, he will be able to (laughs) Google his own name and find out that we've said the words Nicky Campbell. But if we say the words Nicky Campbell but not really contextualise why we're saying the words Nicky Campbell, he'll get really confused why we're saying Nicky Campbell. So if you say Nicky Campbell... Nicky Campbell. He'll wonder why we're saying the words Nicky Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. He he's also why got some special internet machine that if we say Nicholas Andrew Argyle, Argyle Campbell, Campbell,
0: yeah,
1: he'll know that we're saying Nikki Campbell. Nick, Nicholas Andrew Argyle Campbell. And yeah. if if we then slip in a Nicky Chapman, he'll wonder why we've gone off saying Nikki Campbell instead started saying Nicky Chapman. nicky Chapman. He'll he'll get bamboozled, befuddled, slightly apoplectic with rage if we just kept saying Nicky Campbell. Yeah. Is it- in fact, <laughs> this podcast it, will be. This called the Nicky, Cam- Nicky Campbell? Campbell. Is the, it's the Nicky Campbell episode? Yeah. He will Google that, and realise that we're talking about him, but we're not. We're Just maybe saying, we'll getting it, the words Maybe we'll Nikki get his, his next book, Nic- Nicholas the, Andrew Argar the, Campbell.
0: Campbell the, the podcast years,
1: which would and the forward would be, have I ever told you, I was adopted,
0: <laughs> Nicky Campbell. <laughs> That's the name of his new album, isn't it? I think his new album of jazz standards. Yeah, it's 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 him doing Van Morrison. Uh, <laughs> but but without but without
1: the uh anti-vaccine rhetoric. <laughs> Have I told
0: you lately that I'm adopted? You can't get a you can't get a Van Morrison for love the and money these days. There's no drivers no. available, is there? So the the, the used
1: uh yeah. secondhand prices are huge now because of a dearth of microchips <laughs> yeah. in the world. And do you yeah. know who I blame for that? Steve Jobs. No,
0: Nicholas Andrew Argo. Oh, Campbell. <laughs> can we can we just make it, you know, rebrand it from, as being the top content curse, the the Nicky Campbell curse. The Nicky
1: no. No.
0: Oh no. I, he's don't, he's... I
1: don't want to give anybody the Nicky
0: Campbell curse. <laughs> Uh, the Nicky Campbell curse is available if you are a producer at Five Live every single morning off air. <laughs> <laughs> Kent Hunt. Yeah. Why the f have you put this bastard through?
1: I bizarrely, I really like Nicky Campbell. Yeah, I do. Bizar- yeah. Bizarrely, I, do. I really like
0: Nicky Campbell. I used to. I, used to, I thought he was great, watching the, the, his re- repeats of Top of the Pops back, and I'm thinking actually he was very good. He's very he's very erudite with the way he would do that show a completely different way to everybody else you know and, and the way he get the words he get away with in a very very brief kind of links he was able to do I uh, think he like took the mantle seconds. on from uh, from John Peel John Peel yeah yeah
1: yeah because John Peel used to say things on top of the pops which yeah I don't know how he got away with them I think most of them the, the producers just went it's it's John Peel
0: just let him do it yeah yeah
1: and not many Commercial radio disc jockeys from Aberdeen have managed to then scale the the slippery media heights, and then get to be one of the preeminent voices of journalism Mm. via via a game show. And don't forget, nobody asks the big question unless you're Nicky Campbell.
0: Unless you're Nicky Campbell, yeah, yeah. And 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 he used to put your weekend live and central as well.
1: Nicky Campbell. Well done.
0: <laughs> that was me congratulating him for, as he would congratulate somebody for winning a prize on Wheel of Fortune. Thanks, Steve. Oh, was that Steve Jones doing the voiceover? Oh, I can't remember. Did
1: Steve Jones do the voiceover on Wheel the the, of Fortune? No, 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 not him. Oh, Steve Jones, know. the voiceover
0: guy who also did the Pyramid game. Uh, Mark, hang on a minute. Oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to find out now, won't I? Hang on a minute. Let's find... The, where's the... Because that that's that's the end of that podcast, the Nicky yes, Campbell yes. podcast.
1: I'm I'm sure it was Steve um, Hamilton. Steve Hamilton. Yeah, there you go. Back in the early days of Twitter, when there was only nine people on it, I often used to just mention Nicky Campbell in tweets for them to for him to reply. Yeah, because you you wouldn't at him and you wouldn't hashtag him. You would just put in Nicky Campbell, and he'd come back to you and he goes, "Well, I don't agree with that." It's like, "No, Nicky, I'm not having a go at you." Just saying this and he's going, okay, but I disagree with you. He's like, Nicky this is not personal against you. I'm actually for you. Y- yeah, but and I used to en- just enjoy arguments
0: with Nicky Campbell for the sheer sh- of it. I'm just looking at this. The transmission series, I'm looking at right how many episodes he did. And he and he did it for eight years. Hmm. And he did there was a all most of the series had about a dozen 20? or so episodes. Eleven, sixteen, thirteen, thirteen, thirteen. 23 and 18, 18 and 24. Bradley Walsh did one series in 1997, 50 episodes. F***ing hell. John Leslie then did four series, the first one of which had 26 episodes. The next one had 135. The next one had 250 and the next one had 125. And then Paul Hendy did one last series, which had, which had 24 episodes in.
1: It explains why John Leslie had such nice radiators. Oh. oh. There we go. They were lovely radiators. I used to have a copy of that, and that, that was my main takeaway. He had a really, really nice roll-top <laughs> bath and really good radiators in every single room of the house. He had a fantastic gas central heating system. <laughs> uh, and... Um,
0: yeah, let's do, let's do the wrap-up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But you know those, like, old Victorian, like, cast iron? Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. nice. Yeah. And he had one of those... Um, well, I spirals. think he did that at
0: some point, didn't he, on the thing? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you think she was any relation to Fred?
0: Uh, (laughs) who who knows yeah handled the ball quite well I suppose like him I suppose that might have been something she inherited yeah I think she would have been really good at Sabutio as well because the way she just did that
1: yeah wow Thank you for listening to yet another Top Content Podcast. If you want to listen back to a whole wealth of episodes in our
0: archive, please go to podfollow.com slash pod. You can rate, review, subscribe, uh, all of those things, you know, that you do on the internet when you listen to a podcast and that. You, you, you're familiar with it. At Top Content Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. As ever, Top Content has been a Top Content production.
1: .com.